Hi, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I am here. We are on our daily devotion. This is 30 Days of Elevation, and we are on day four. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you guys so much for being here with me. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. I don't know how you found me, but I'm so grateful that you have. And I hope that wherever it is that you are, whatever it is that you may be encountering and dealing with, I am bringing you closer to finding your inner resolution, giving you clarity within yourself. Whatever episode you are drawn to listen to, I hope that it encourages you and brings you a sense of insight that you have not had before. I am so grateful that you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us to all of my tribe members, everyone who's already been a subscriber. You've been a follower. You've been a supporter for days, months, weeks, years at this point. Thank you guys so very much for your dedication, your discipline. Thank you so much for allowing me to be used as a vessel in your life. I do not take that lightly. It is something I hold very dear to my heart. And I'm so excited that we are on this journey and on this path together. Thank you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Now, let's go ahead and get into our day four. We are this is a very interesting energy that we're shifting into. And I say that because it feels very light, fluffy, but has a depth to it that you can't really put your finger on. There's a sense of emergence that is flowing. And it's almost as if you have no choice but to just flow with what it is that you're in the midst of. But the most beautiful part about it all is that you have a sense of insight. You have to understand who you are, who you are, where you're going and what it is that your destination in embodies, right? What does it entail? Who are you needing to be in this season of your life in order to get to where it is that you're needing to get to now? One of the main themes and one of the things that I feel is so important during this season um, as we're preparing and we're growing into spring, spring is going to be monumental. I'm not going to sit here and pretend there are going to be a lot of things that are happening that are going to bring a sense of insight and uh, illuminate so many things that you have not even prepared yourself for because how could you you don't know what that what it looks like you don't know what to expect you don't know what it is that you can find yourself navigating in the midst of but you're going to have to really trust your intuition during this season most importantly you're going to find that the season that we're in is going to ask so much of you because it really really trusts that who you are becoming is in alignment with where God has you going. Okay. And we love that. We love that. We love that. We love that. Why do we love that? We love that because we understand that there's a journey in it all. The journey of it all is requiring you to be present like never before. You're having to really sit with your emotions. You're having to sit with your feelings. You're having to sit with the realizations that you yourself probably never thought you would even have to encounter. But the beautiful part about that is that regardless to what you never thought would come to pass, whatever it is that you feared would never happen for you, suddenly it appears. 
Suddenly it's the offers you've been waiting for. Suddenly the relationship that you've been wanting. Suddenly that of which you were hoping to commit to brings you a sense of opportunity. Now, what you do with that opportunity is going to really, really depend on how prepared you are. How dedicated you're willing to be, how disciplined you're willing to be in order to really see it through. It won't be the easiest thing. It won't be the most glorious thing, but it will be purposeful and it will be in alignment with where it is that you're wanting to go. Are you willing to find the joy in the process? And in order to do that, one of the biggest focuses that we're going to find ourselves over the course of the next few weeks dealing with, most importantly, is going to be finally the light that you've been waiting on to come into this darkness that you've been finding yourself navigating through appears. It appears just like, wow, the light has been there the whole time. Clarity has been there the whole time. Understanding has been there the whole time. Why did not see it? Why did not? Why wasn't I in preparation for it? Why wasn't I in position for it? What is it that I've been waiting on looking for? What is it that I have been hoping comes to pass that I've been so afraid of finding myself in the midst of? Well, one of the things that is going to come into question and force you to sit with the reality of is going to be what it is you believe in. What do you believe? Not what someone told you to believe, not what is popular to believe, not what your family has believed, not what traditionally you are expected to believe. What is it that you believe? And not just in regards to higher power, in regards to morals, in regards to character, in regards to what you view as important and significant when it comes to your foundation. What is it that you believe? Do you believe in this particular type of relationship? Do you believe in this type of health practice? Do you believe that this is possible within friend groups? Do you believe that this is the power that money has? Or do you believe that you can be in an environment that is completely against everything that you knew yourself to be and not change? Is your belief in self greater than the conflict you allow yourself to be in. You don't know. And if you don't know, this is where you have to, you have to get real because this is going to be a very emotional time, emotional because it does involve the matters of the heart. It does involve finances. It does involve stability. It does involve this idea of perfection that you have put over your life. This facade you've been living, this pretend identity that you have allowed yourself to embody that goes totally against everything that you know yourself to be. You're really not who you think you are. And not because you don't have the potential to really be yourself, but because you don't know who you are. So you've allowed yourself to just be comfortable being all those things that everyone has placed on you, all those titles, all of those identities you have embodied and you've played the part well. But as we're navigating through spring, one thing you're going to find is the illusions will be revealed. You're not going to be able to sit comfortably in your shadow. You're not going to be able to sit comfortably in a falsehood of who you are. You're not going to just barely be able to make it. You're either going to be able to be confident in who you are or you're not. 
And man, that's going to bring a lot of realization to you. The choices that you're making, what is it that you're watering? What is it that you're planting? What is it that you are nurturing? What is it that needs it and you're, you're not doing that? What is it that you're lacking? Are you reciprocating that of which you say you want? Are you capable of it? Do you have the capacity to? Or are you just stringing someone and something along because you are so afraid of being without it, knowing that you don't have what it takes to sustain it? What is it that you're needing to be real with yourself about? This is what this season is going to bring. And it's going to bring these realizations because it has to. You cannot grow through this year and any other year in the same place that you've been comfortable being when it isn't authentic to who you truly are. This is getting real about friendships. This is getting real about friend groups. This is getting real about ideas. And this is getting real about the exploration of identities and of self. This is about really choosing what you settle for versus the options and the ability to really have a choice. This is you being honest with yourself. You've worked very hard, but what are you working hard at? Are you working hard at the illusion? Or are you working hard at the truth? What is it that you're really digging deep to find? And have you been digging in the right place? A lot of the heartache and the and the, the betrayals that you've encountered have been because they've been self-inflicted. They've been because you have allowed yourself to sit in spaces you weren't even supposed to be in, but you had something to prove. Your ego kept you there. Your pride kept you there. Your mouth kept you there, but you don't have what it takes to be in that space. And you weren't supposed to be in that space. And that's why you were hurt the way you were. That's why you were disappointed the way you were. That's why you are up all night trying to find out and figure out ways to stand out because you're not supposed to be in that space. So this is about identifying what it is that you have been committed to. What is it that you are allowing yourself to be tied to that is not supposed to be in your space at all? You've committed to learning something, committed to doing things, committed to spending on things, committed to being in spaces that really don't even complement who you are. So this season is going to bring that realization and that realization can be very emotional because it is a realization of how you have allowed yourself to sabotage yourself for clout. For false camaraderie, for profit. You've prostituted your gifts, you've prostituted your body, you've prostituted your mind, you've allowed yourself to settle, you have been misused, you've been the abuser, you have been the person who is manipulated and deceived, you have been the person who's done a lot of things for the wrong cause. So the clearer you are about who you are and the clearer you are about the idea of self, then the ideologies fade away. You no longer believe in something that you do not really know about. So you go on this journey of finding what that is, and that is going to take a lot of work. But it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to feel like it is a disaster. It can really be a beautiful experience if you flow with it. Because what you really want versus what you're working towards do not match. 
You say you want the family. You say you want the kids. You say you want the house. You say you want the dog, the fence. You want the good job. You want to travel. You want all of these things. You want good health. But you do opposite of everything it takes to get those things. You can't say you want a family but settle for being a baby mama or a baby daddy. You cannot say that you want to have a healthy life when you continue to embark in things and indulge in things that really destroy your health. You don't commit to anything. You're not disciplined in any way. You are not really, really invested in the thing that you're claiming to want because it takes work that you don't really want to do. And in order for you to really have to sit with the truth of that, God has to show you just how much you've missed out on, just how much you've lacked, just how much you have really sabotaged yourself in a way that has put you in a deficit. But as the world turns, so do the opportunities. But first, we have to know, God has to know that you've learned your lessons. Have you really gained any wisdom from the things that you've grown through or seen or gone through? No, you, you, in many cases, some people have not because they're so accustomed to the life, the lifestyle. They don't even understand how bad it is, and but they will. There's a lot of ego death happening, a lot of pride death happening. You're having to relinquish your right to be right. And you're having to relinquish who you think you are. And you're going to have to let go of that power that you think you have because you're about to really find out who's really in control. And that, again, can be very emotional because we've lived this illusion so long. We've lived through this rose-colored glass for so long that, oh, my God, when it clears up, suddenly it all begins to make sense. But that's frightening because what you learn about yourself can do multiple things. It can be for your good or it can be for your your deficit, but you don't know until you actually are faced with it. But now you're at this crossroads and it's like, what is it that you're going to choose? Because a choice needs to be made. How long are you going to continue and are you willing to be in the midst of everything that you're not supposed to be in the midst of just to save face when you're missing out on everything you truly desire at heart? Because your seeds are going to reap. You're going to have to pay for what you're doing. You're going to have to. And whether you pay for it by how you're treating people or or how they treat you or what you miss out on or what you have the opportunity to step into or your health, your finances, relationships, et cetera, and so on. All of this will be a part of your journey. And you have the possibility of making it harder than it needs to be. So this is about discovering the inner self in a way that allows you to no longer be in conflict with the ideology behind who it's supposed to be. Really, really getting clear about your personal mantras, your personal moral ethics, your personal desires, what it is that you know you want and how you're wanting to overcome whatever it is that you're finding yourself in the midst of. This is about being real. Finding a realization, understanding what that means, choosing to follow it and really commit to it wholeheartedly is where your breakthrough comes from. And I truly believe, I truly believe that it has no choice when it is aligned with God to be better for you than it has not been.
This is about growth. This is about opportunity. This is about unifying in a way that gives you clarity. It is about stepping into the truth of who you really are. And when you do that, it becomes all worth it. So as we're on day four, this is about realizing that we're stepping into spring and there is clarity here. There's peace here. There's joy. There's spirituality here. There's intimacy here. There's renewal here. There's recovery here. But there's also realization here. And that realization is what takes you on the journey. That's what takes you on along that path. Okay. That's that's where we are. And you have to know that it's all worth it. It has no choice but to be worth it because that's what God wants for you. But do you want it for yourself? And are you willing to do what you need to do so that you can have it? That's on you. And that's a decision you have to make. So before we get into our day four uh, devotion, we're going to start with our prayer. And then we're going to read our daily devotion. Remember, we are reading from the 100 Days of Believing Bigger Daily Devotional Journey a journal. And it is by Marshawn Evans Daniels. It is incredible. If you have the book, please do follow along. If you don't, you can follow along with me and you will be prompted at the end to write down the journal prompt and actually journal it out. This is a very effective way of sitting with the realization of the things that you yourself may need to change, shift, or identify with so that you can release. So let's go ahead and get into our prayer. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for clarity. We thank you for peace. We thank you for being our safeguard. Thank you for our shield. Thank you for our protection. Thank you for guidance. But most importantly, thank you for being our anchor. You're carrying us through these moments where we may or may not know we're in the midst of danger, but we know that in the midst of all things that we may find ourselves surrounded by, you are and will always be that one that is protecting us, covering us, and allowing us to see the power in choosing you. You've chosen us. Sometimes fear allows us to hold ourselves back and no longer is that acceptable for you. You see so much in us. You see so much that you want for us and we are so grateful that you do. But sometimes we don't understand why. So I ask that you give us a sense of overwhelming amount of clarity, understanding, support, love, gentleness, and allow us to be nurtured through the transition. Thank you. We thank you for the peace. We thank you for showing us the value of every day. We thank you for giving us the ability to just be who we are right now in this season with you. Thank you for everything that's flowing to us for our good. We thank you for everything you have removed from our life so that we can be better. God, we thank you. We thank you for the expansion of our hearts, our spirits. We thank you for the improvement of our health and our finances. And we thank you for our relationships flourishing like never before. And we thank you for the health of our children, the mental state of our children, protection and the covering of those that we love. God, we thank you for allowing us to be the fertile seed in soil. In your name, Jesus, we give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. Amen. Okay, and we are going to start. And this part of the daily devotion, the first four days, well, really the first, um, this section is 
speaking about trusting. So all of the themes for each day, which I haven't read, I read them with you, are speaking about trust for this particular segment we're on. And it's very important for us to understand at the foundation of really, really being in the midst of everything that God has for us, we have to be able to trust him. But in order to trust him, we have to know him. How do you know him? Well, you study, you learn. You don't just take people's word for who he is. You learn who he is and you learn about the depths of what he's capable of doing and who he is capable of being in your life. And that's when you begin to have a sense of trust because you know that if I feel you internally in me, I know that at the end of everything, you got me. Not only do you got me, you're protecting me. You're covering me. And I love you for that. It's about relationship building. It's about reciprocity as well what are you giving not just taking what are you giving what are you sacrificing and what are you willing to let go of to be closer to him sometimes it's your own thoughts your habits your behaviors your patterns your way of existing that has to change in order for him to be who he needs to be in your life are you willing to do that if not then you may struggle with this portion of your life in the journey that we're embarking on. So we're going to go ahead and read in today's day four is titled releasing perfectionism. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. Psalm 138 and 8. It's easy for us to trust in our own abilities, accomplishments and experiences as indications of our capabilities. The good news is that as a daughter created in the image of the most high God, you are indeed full of infinite potential and possibility. But even as a carrier of God's divine DNA, we're still limited by the human body, mind and perspective. God alone has the entire world in his hands. He has the only view that sees all things interwoven from beginning to the end. All the even greater news is that God is far better at working out all things for you than you are. Above the word perfect is used as an action word. It means to refine, improve and put on the finishing touches. Perfectionism or wanting to control circumstances to create favorable outcomes can be dangerous to our destiny. You see, your destiny isn't really yours. You're a critical part of God's bigger plan, but let's not forget that it's his plan. We must learn to joyously and expectantly surrender to know that he will perfect everything that concerns you. Perfecting is what God loves to do. Lord, your ways are marvelous and soaked in significance. When your hands touch my life, failure is impossible. Thank you for replacing my perfectionism with your perfect will and way. Amen. Your journal prompt is, have you been worried about how something is going to work out? How does worry lead you to meddle and make things happen as opposed to trusting God to work things out? This can translate into you trying to find a job, you know, being laid off, which was rampant at the top of the year. Um, 
the people being laid off, you're going into survivor mo survival mode. So you're searching, you're searching, you're searching, but you're not asking God for guidance. You're not asking God, God, what is it that you're wanting me to do? Are you wanting me to really go into full fledged mode of finding somewhere else? Or are you wanting me to utilize my resources? Are you wanting to position me in a specific place? Where do you want me to go next? What do you want me to do next? How are you wanting to bless me in this season next? What is it that you wanting me to learn? What is it that you're wanting me to see? What is it that you're wanting me to know right now? This is where we lean on him. If you're having problems in your relationships, it's okay. I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to end. I'm going to walk away. But is that what God wants you to do? Or does he want you to learn how to have conflict resolution? Is he allowing this relationship to trigger things in you that you need to work on within yourself? Have you always had a fight or flight type of energy and God is trying to shift you from that and instead you go right back into fight or flight mode, which goes against everything he's trying to do in your life. This is where you have allowed yourself to step in as God and you're not, which causes you to create even more turmoil than necessary. Where is it that God is asking you to go? What is it that he's wanting you to do? What is it that God is hoping you understand about the circumstances or situations or even better about yourself. This is where we have to sit with where have we been overstepping when it comes to God's direction for us. This is a very good journal prompt. This is a very good realization for us. And it may even bring clarity as to why we really lack the level of trust that we're needing to have in him. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys so very much. And I cannot wait until our next episode. Until then, please be gentle with yourself and be gentle with others. I will talk to you later. Bye.